Hey there, welcome to Woman Talk, We Talk, a bilingual podcast. Every week, we'll sit down with an amazing woman to chat about topics such as tech, startups and entrepreneurship, woman empowerment, and other personal stories of how they found their success. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to today's episode of Woman Talk. Today we have a special guest with us. Christine was born and raised in New York. She is currently a technology consultant specializing in workday financials software implementations at Accenture, a top tech consulting firm. On the side, she creates YouTube videos to help more people learn about the field of technology consulting, as there is a lack of resources on this career. Her hope is also to bring representation on the platform of an Asian woman in a field where women are less prevalent, like in technology consulting, to encourage other women to join this amazing field. Hey, Christine. Welcome to the show. Hello. (laughs) So to start off, can you give us a quick self-intro? Yep. So as she mentioned before, my name is Christine and I'm based out of New York. I was actually born and raised here. Um, I wasn't actually always interested in technology, and that's mostly because of my upbringing. But after I realized that I really liked being in technology, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. So uh, technology consulting, I really liked it because you can basically do whatever you want, but do all these different projects, industries, countries. So I really liked that idea. So that's why I went to Accenture. And I also started the YouTube channel actually due to quarantine because I wanted to kind of start a hobby, keep some at least keep myself busy and but also help a lot of people out because I know so many people out there, they know about management consulting, but not about technology consulting, and especially as a woman in tech, I really wanted to encourage more women in tech to be doing technology consulting. Great. Thank you for that great intro. So let's hop right into your questions. So sure. how has your experience been like working in the fintech world? And to give a little context of what fintech is, maybe we can define what fintech is. Yep. So simply FinTech is really just technology and the financial services. So um, what I actually majored in, I went to Boston University for undergrad and I actually majored in business, concentrating in finance, management information systems and strategy. So I thought that it would be a really good combination because I'm already doing finance and I'm doing technology as well. So I might as well just do the two. So actually when I applied for Accenture, I didn't know I wanted to go into FinTech. It was actually just mostly the managing director who was screening our resumes really saw that we wanted to do like you, I have the background to do finance and technology. So they put me into Workday Financial. So to people who don't know what Workday is, it's an enterprise resource planning software out there. And they're mostly known for human capital management. So if you're like applying for jobs or internships, anything like that, it would be on like Workdays on the below. But for finance is actually a lot less known. It's actually mostly the people using it are companies that are in like finance and accounting. So not necessarily finance and accounting industries, but actual finance and accounting in um, finance and accounting departments in the actual companies. Got it. That's a great response. Um, And then how has your experience been working in the fintech world? Yeah, so I actually really like it. And honestly, it's not necessarily because it's fintech, but because there's actually so few women. So I really like to pave way through because well, in technology, there's going to be very few women. And then in consulting, there's very few women because of the actual lifestyle as well. And then finance is like also very few women. So being in that very niche area in technology consulting really was really driving me through. And so like I only know about three women in the practice, at least at Accenture. That's what I know of, but there's definitely more. Um, and definitely, I think this is a really hot field because fintech is really going to be booming and growing. And being a woman in this pioneering field is really cool. So 
being able to lead clients, especially like at my age, if you were to lead a software implementation at my age, it's like honestly really cool because you're basically building a whole foundation that the that the company will be using at this time. Got it. So you are quite the trailblazer. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, and during this process of trying to create basically your own path, because as you said, you're trying to, mm-hmm. you're going into the super niche field that's very, um, in a way, male dominated. So, you know, you're trying mm-hmm. to create this, what you say, the foundation of what it's going to be like later on when new people come in and handle these kind of similar situations Mm -hmm. were there any limiting beliefs you had to break through to get into kind of this where you are now and how did you approach that that's actually pretty funny because you would think that it's actually the industry that you're like oh all we see is like men and everything but actually it starts from my family um so my family is pretty traditional in the fact that we're we're chinese and they think that men are supposed to do a certain thing and women are supposed to do a certain thing so in one case because i was so career driven my mom actually said christine you kind of need to like slow down a little bit which was like what what is coming from my mom and then even more when i said when i said to her that i wanted to do technology i didn't say anything about fintech at the time but when i said we well, wanted to do technology she said that there's going to be a lot of men in the field like you're not going to really stand a chance i'm like well i'm going to show her i'm going to just do it anyways and if I fail, then at least I'll get myself back up. But if I didn't, then I can show her that I did it. And honestly, at that one point, it was actually mostly showing myself that I can do it. So at that point, it was just mostly like, well, I'm going forward. I'm going to go do technology. And then when I found out about fintech, I was like, okay, cool. More even even more of a reason to actually show her like I can do it. And uh, fintech is honestly really cool because you're working with a lot of <laughs> middle-aged white men. But honestly, it's like really cool because it's like you have a young Asian woman trying to tell them what to do. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love the attitude of like needing to, in a way, mm-hmm. kind of show your parents like, you know, yeah. what's good. I mean, I feel like all parents are like this, that they, <laughs> in a way, just kind of want what's best for you. But they also like to, I guess, project and impose mm-hmm. their limiting beliefs on on us. And it's like, and coming from a Chinese background as well, anything they mm-hmm. they want they want the best for you but you know they they're really easily stuck in their own limiting beliefs so they want to like make sure that you're not gonna like be in that situation as well um but I, I love that you yeah. said I'm at least going to prove that I can do it myself to myself and then she'll see so that's awesome that you kind of had that attitude I think a lot of us need that <laughs> yeah. um and then do you have any advice for a woman looking to join the field? So definitely, I know that going into a field that is super male dominated seems very intimidating. And you may even not know like what to expect because you may not even know like, what if this man comes on to me? Or what if this person starts to make it seem like I'm doing something that I'm not like, there's so many people out there who are like, maybe you're doing really great, but then they call you bossy just because you're a woman. There's definitely cases out like that. Um, but specifically, I think you really need to have a support group. Um, so I'm in like a lot of women in technology Facebook groups and also my own friends. They're not in technology, but they're all in super male dominated fields as well. So we always work together and our mindset is really like we're going to push through because without people like us to go through, then other women won't feel comfortable because they also not going to see men. They're not also going to see women in the field. So something like that, we always want to push through, support each other. If you ever see like a woman that's trying to put you down because you're doing something for yourself, then just just cut them out. Like I, you don't need that negative energy in your life. You really just need to focus on yourself. Whatever you want to do, don't focus on what your parents want to do. No matter how goody two shoes you are, but 
Um, in general, just focus on yourself. See what you want to do, not what other people want you to do. And if you think that it's super male dominated and you're still intimidated, try to prove yourself wrong. To try to prove yourself that you can do it yourself. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think it, yeah, going back to the in, inside voice, just like I can do it. I can power through it. <laughs> Definitely the power woman here. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you talk a little bit more about your personal initiative? In your intro, you started this YouTube channel mm-hmm. to, I mean, we've all started these projects due to coronavirus but (laughs) obviously there's a bigger purpose and a bigger like yeah a bigger mission behind what you're trying to do can you talk a little bit more about that yeah so this actually started while I was in Boston University I actually was in a business fraternity that I started with a bunch of other friends of mine and it's actually a a, it was originally founded by women as well so I was like oh cool even an extra perk there so when we founded it, we built, basically tried to build a lot of foundation for professional development. And one of the reasons why we want to do this is because a lot of schools don't provide this information. You have to actually kind of go out there, do some networking, look at all these resources. So I saw that I had a lot of wealth of knowledge through that organization, and I kind of want to put it back. And not to mention, when I graduated, I actually helped a lot of Boston University alumni as well. Uh, no, I actually helped a lot of Boston University students as alumni. So I really thought like, why should I narrow my scope? Just like expand it to everyone. And especially now that I'm at home, I have extra time to actually do a YouTube channel. Like now I have video setups and a lot of people have come to me that they love my content because it's really providing resources out there. As like, like I mentioned before, there's so many resources on management consulting, nothing really on technology consulting. And especially like being in the field of technology consulting, a lot of people have this notion that like, because in consulting, you travel a lot, a lot of women already gravitate away from consulting. So just being in general, technology consulting, I thought that if I put a face to someone doing technology consulting, then definitely it will try to plow through because I really thought that if you know someone, at least that was like approachable, you can always message me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, literally everywhere. I will always try to help you out. I love that. And um, your what's the uh, channel about and what's the goal of like what what topic do you focus on within that channel? Yep, so I want to focus more on professional development, so specifically in the technology consulting career, but also on career skills. So those career skills are what I learned from my business fraternity that are kind of like on the lay low, but I want to really announce that to everyone. But also technology consulting, really talk about what exactly is the career, what is there to be aware of, how is it actually in the company, because when you do networking, you may not get that deep, deep description, you really just get that surface level. And then I also go into how you can get a job in technology consulting, which is I started a big series on like what you need, what you need to do, how the interview process is, what are some key factors on exactly how to succeed. So maybe if you don't know about how to actually get into the field, I will at least help you out. Got it. So a completely new person who is interested mm-hmm. on this topic can can yeah. like absolutely come in here and get that kind of beginner mm-hmm. and intermediate level of information from you. And I trust that as you kind of build your library of resources and videos, you'll get more advanced as you go. But it's definitely something where yeah. someone that's interested in the industry and the kind of work that you're doing, they can hop on and, you know, really start from zero is what I'm saying. I mm-hmm. love that. Um, for <laughs> anyone that is more like a college student, I know you have more professional development as well. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any specific advice then for college students that are maybe, you know, gradually graduating, you know, now in this circumstance? Mm-hmm. Uh, you most likely you don't have an internship lined up or even a job. If you're a senior, you probably even got your offer rescinded. Definitely try to push through 
I know that it means seem very discouraging because it's like the job markets are really bleak right now. But in general, if you just know exactly what you want to do, even consider doing some academic projects or personal passion projects, especially like one of the suggestions I make, if you want to do something in consulting or at least working with clients at all, you may even want to look at some local businesses out there that are affected by COVID-19 and maybe even give some suggestions to them. Be their client, be, be their consultant, because that will really give you some real life experience that I don't even think any internship can give you because you are the one leading it yourself. You're learning things on your own. And these are all kind of qualities that everyone's looking for, not just consulting companies. Got it. Thank you for that advice. Um, one of the questions I want to come back to talking about fintech and mm-hmm. your tech consulting. Um, what is a day to day like? I know you said you travel a lot, which as a digital nomad, I love that. <laughs> so if you get to travel for your job, I feel like there are going to be people out there, male and female, who likes that. So um, mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit more about what your day-to-day is um, and then compare that maybe, like, I guess, before coronavirus and after coronavirus? Because I, mm-hmm. we all know that there's going to be a little bit of an after effect and, you know, your lifestyle is now drastically different. But yeah. yeah. So I guess the first thing I should go over is like, what is technology consulting? You're probably like, we talk about all this, but then like, what exactly is technology consulting? So what it, what it really is, is like actual professional services, trying to solve problems for clients in technology. It doesn't necessarily mean specifically with technology. It could even be in the technology industry. So there's so many ways to go about it. For example, for me, I do workday financial supplementation. So any company that's trying to do a, a business transformation on exactly how they do business today using instead of legacy systems out there that are really archaic and old, they want to use cloud technology. So Workday is a cloud-based platform, which is really robust in terms of connecting all the systems that you want together. With Workday Financial specifically, you're really trying to innovate the way that you do finances and accounting. And what I really do in this particular way is that I'm actually a functional consultant, which means that I'm gathering all the business requirements. I'm building the logical flows and business process flows. I'm not actually coding anything. So That's why I think that technology consulting is so robust. You can do roles that are coding. You can do roles where you're not or not even touching any technology at all. You could be doing maybe strategy or business, but regarding technology. It's the perfect kind of job if you don't know what you want to do, but you know for sure you want to do something with technology. Got it. So there is within that big, Mm -hmm. I guess, um, we'll say that big bubble, that word tech consulting, there's also (laughs) like smaller parts. So you can lean towards more of like the, the geeky nerdy, Mm -hmm. like coding, by the way, cool nerds, love them. (laughs) Um, And then the, the other part, which is like strategy. So you don't necessarily have to be a coder and constantly be coding, but you I think do you would you say that you would have to still understand that coding kind of uh, logic to apply your strategy or do you think it's completely separate you don't even need to know coding honestly like when it comes to technology consulting or consulting period they look for all different types of backgrounds like I've seen psychology health biology law I've even seen war veterans that come in that have no college at all um, what you really, what they're really looking for is, can you think critically? Can you, are you flexible? Are you good on your feet? All those kind of things that are basically the foundation of being a good consultant. And then on top of that, the companies will actually train you. So if you did come from a non-technology background, they will give you the training that you need. Um, what the companies like to do is because they're, they're basically, their business is the people. So they invest on the people with training. 
And that's actually like before I even started at Accenture, I didn't know anything about Workday Financials. They actually gave me the training. I got all the certifications. In fact, I got about like eight of them or so. So that was actually really great because I didn't pay anything. And I also got paid for all my time doing it. Um, and which is like really great because Workday is growing out. Work, Workday is growing really big right now. So if I really want to leave, but then I could leave. <laughs> but of course, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that because I love Accenture. Right. And I think it's important to understand like, even with the current situation mm-hmm. of everything right now, you guys are still like it, it's even more applicable, I want to say, in terms of what you guys are doing right. in bringing businesses from the more traditional side to the more tech oriented <laughs> side, I would say air quotes, um, mm-hmm. like in terms of like just helping them create systems and workflows and getting them yeah. up and running. Um, so I love that. And with the job, with the role, I guess, um, how have you been able to adapt to like how your clients need, like your clients needs mm-hmm. every, because they're all different, right? So have you, how have you been able to adapt to communicating with different clients? Yeah, definitely. I've had clients from all different industries. I have not had a single cl- double client in the same exact industry. So I've definitely had to learn a lot because each client is going to do business differently, even though it's finance accounting, you might think that it's not that creative, but you can go many different ways, honestly. So really trying to understand where they're going at and actually learning why, because sometimes it's actually an industry trend. Like for example, in insurance, they don't actually have any money in their bank accounts. The moment it hits their bank account, it goes straight to go investments because that's the business model. So something like that I really like because that's actually one of the main reasons why I wanted to consulting to begin with is you get to expose yourself to so many industries, so many different businesses, how they exactly do it. And you're also trying to innovate them with technology. So in some cases, you're enabling them to do exactly what they want to do. And that's exactly your entire job. I love it. I'm so interested to <laughs> to see what you do, actually, because it feels like it feels like you're you're kind of, yeah, mm-hmm. you're figuring out what that business has a problem with right now what where they want to go in terms of like their goals and then you help them create kind of like Mm -hmm. the roadmap to reach that goal and then you know you're using all these different methods to kind of get them from Mm -hmm. where they are now to that to that point so that's really awesome that um you get to do this and you're not limited to a field even though you're under that umbrella term of tech consulting coming Mm -hmm. back to that um and using financial technology but you're still you're still getting to interact with all of these different industries which I think is really amazing because people think that you have to like work within a single vertical I guess and that's certainly not the Mm -hmm. case for you so which would be your three favorite industries that you've worked in would you say um honestly I've only worked in about four industries so (laughs) Uh, I would just say that out of the four industries that I worked in my favorite ones out of them would be the biotech, pharmaceutical, a financial institution, and health. But um, I would say my least favorite out of the four was my nonprofits because of how slow they make decisions and they kept on pushing go live mm. as well. So it's just like, because they're really hard to make decisions, it's sometimes just pretty hard to push the envelope and not really give you that much opportunity to kind of innovate their systems. That's interesting because I work with nonprofits <laughs> a lot too, but it's like you're tra- you. I think as I'm mm-hmm. a designer and a web designer, so it's kind of like I feel you on the whole like getting them mm-hmm. to make a decision and giving you the feedback, so you can kind of push the project along. I definitely um, feel the same way. Um, but yeah, that's interesting that you like working with all these different 
big companies and um, within big industries. Awesome. Um, do you have any other kind of key takeaways for people that you want them to have once they listen to this episode? Mm. So if you are interested in technology and you still don't know what you want to do, there's so many opportunities out there. You don't have to force yourself to know like, okay, I want to do software engineering or I want to do business analyst or I don't even want to do technology. So I would definitely try to give a try at technology consulting because there's so many people out there, regardless of their interest in technology, that go into it just to see if they like it. And it's also really great because mm -hmm. you're, in my opinion, at least, and a lot of people can also attest to this, is that one year in technology consulting or consulting period actually equates to like maybe two or three years in corporate because of how you have to like think on your feet you're working with the client so you're kind of you're not aware of the you're not aware of the client industry or problem at all until you get into it and it's so fast paced that you have to really kind of learn on your feet and that's a skill that a lot of companies out there want to do so if you are maybe you're interested maybe you're interested in consulting or maybe you're not but consulting definitely would be really great for if you're like an undergrad or you don't even know what you want to do and you're still young. Um, I forgot to mention this before, but you do travel a lot. So if you do want to actually explore the world, um, I actually got to go explore Copenhagen, um, Amsterdam, Iceland, all those cool places. Unfortunately, I didn't go anywhere else, but that's really it. Um, outside of this country, at least. And it was really cool because you get to learn different you get to learn different company cultures, even world cultures as well, and actually get paid to go there. <laughs> That's honestly one of my favorite things is that I get to go paid to go travel to go help clients to really make a difference. I love the traveling yeah. part. <laughs> honestly, I'm just like, yeah, I am all about that. I, would, I think that'd be a dream job for people mm -hmm. who love traveling because you, know, you get to make yeah. a difference. Your, your trips are paid for and obviously your company is not going to you know give you anything that's yeah. lesser than you know a business trip and so but I mean there is that you you do mm -hmm. have to get the job done so like while you're enjoying the fruits of your labors kind of while you're working mm -hmm. hard but you still have to I guess meet that uh standard but then if you do meet that standard then you get to yeah like you said do the traveling and have fun doing yeah. the work so I love that Thank you so much for all the lovely information you've provided <laughs> us today. Um, where can our listeners find you? Yeah, so if you want to go to my YouTube channel that focuses on technology consulting and professional development, you can just type in Christine Wong and uh, you, I should be there. And I also have an Instagram. It's cwong0102. And if you want to find me on LinkedIn, you can also find me there. Great. And we will leave that information down in the show notes. Um, but just so that you can spell it on YouTube, it's Christine, which is C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E. And then Wong, which is W-O-N-G. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Great. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us for the show. And we will be signing off now. Bye. Right. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you liked what you heard, feel free to share and give us a like wherever you find our podcast. And also feel free to leave us a message via our Anchor platform. All right, thank you and we'll see you next week.